0: Welcome to the JFBC Students Podcast. We'll be covering everything from movies, sports, some comedy, and of course, Jasper stuff. But mostly, it'll be talking with our students, their friends, and other Jasper people about their faith and what God is doing in their lives. This is the JFBC Students Podcast.
1: Back with J-Man, the real one, the real boy.
0: All right, so uh, that's how we're going to start it off at this point because <laughs> that's how he wanted it. Even though we had specific instructions, that's not how we were going to start it off. That's how you chose to start this podcast off, right? Yes. All right, so if you didn't know, today's episode of the podcast is with us today is Jeremy Thomas. Jeremy, welcome in. What up? We also talked about being louder than that. <laughs> So basically, hold on. Yeah, I've always picked on you, and I will continue. Uh, so basically, everything we just got done talking about. Yeah. You've decided to go in an opposite direction. No. Kind of pulling the rug out from under me. Eh. There we go. See, this is such a good start to this interview. Uh, Jeremy, welcome in. Tell us about Jeremy, real boy Thomas. Well, Jeremy Thomas. Um. Do you go
1: by Real Boy anymore? No. Well, Never went by Real Boy.
0: Well, by the purposes of this uh, podcast, we're going to call you Real Boy, um, Jeremy, because at one point, that was your Instagram bio. Yeah. Or Instagram name or whatever.
1: I uh, I didn't come up with that. You didn't come up with that? Yeah, my
0: friend did. Your friend came up with I that. I
1: just, like, I don't know, I got bored, and I just wanted to make an Instagram again because I deleted my old one. And I was like, I don't know what put my Instagram name as. And then he just grabbed the phone and just typed in Real Boy underscore Jeremy. And I was like, okay, whatever.
0: Well, it's sticking now, so, because tonight's, today's topic is Real Talk with Real Boy Jeremy. I came up with that in my head, and I was like, we're going to keep it. So, Jeremy, (laughs) we're way off the rails a minute into this.
1: Tell us about yourself. I'm Jeremy Thomas from Jasper, Alabama. I go to Jasper High School. I'm in 10th grade, and I'm in academic programs, uh, theater and show choir. I used to do football. I don't do that anymore. But I enjoy football still.
0: Uh, do it as a hobby sometimes. Or basketball. Like when we do the turkey versus handball.
1: Oh, we're not talking about that. Right. We're not going to
0: talk about that. Jeremy and I were on a team one time. Just the two, just the two of us. Yeah, that it, wasn't good. We lost to Luke Keaton. That was not girls. good. Yeah, that was really bad. <laughs> and, uh, well, the the two girls were Molly, Kate, and Taylor. We, we can name names. It's all right. And, so and yes, we lost... Um, it it put a strain on our relationship for a while, um, and by a while I mean still to this day. And um, I was like Derek carrying out there. I was carrying. Well, there's only two of us, so someone had to carry the ball, and uh, me or a quarterback run, and I was the quarterback. So
1: you got tackled every
0: time. You gotta let that go, all right? <laughs> and so, um, you know, I remember when I first got here, you were still doing toy bowl. Whatever that is, and um, you got knocked out in the game of football, knocked unconscious. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. My cousin it, hit me. It was your cousin.
1: Was I bearish. just remember that being an ordeal.
0: One Wednesday night, I came in and like Murphy and John Luke and Cooper Brooks were just talking about they're they're looking out for you because you got absolutely yeah I know I, I went to the hospital. You went I to the also, hospital. It was a it was a illegal hit. It was an illegal hit yes, he by Yes, hit your me cousin. from behind. There you go.
1: That, that didn't... No.
0: Family That's reunion right went here. good the next time y'all saw each other?
1: Well, I mean, we're good
0: now. Yeah, there you go. That's all that matters. So you're 16, driving. Yeah. Look at you. Once a baby, now driving a vehicle.
1: I am. <laughs> I feel like a legend.
0: Okay, sure.
1: I'm on the streets now.
0: You run the streets now? Yes. Okay, all right. Well, know that. That Jeremy runs the streets. Now, now... Tell me, how long have you been at this church, this church being Jasper's First Baptist Church?
1: Well, I've been here since, like, the good old days, you know, the, yes, Jesus loves me, the Bible tells me, so, you know, them days.
0: That's a long time, because when's the last time you sang Jesus Loves Me in that way? Probably, like, four, three. Woo! Can we bring that back? Can you do that, like, on a Wednesday or a Sunday morning, in front of everyone, do that exactly what you just did. Jesus loves me this. I, you know, you were doing a lot better than I was. Nah. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be really good. Mm-mm. The fans want that. And by fans, I mean the congregation. <laughs> fans of Jesus. That's, that's they've, they've been clamoring for that. Has hashtag, asking,
1: hashtag Jesus has Facebook. Has, what? Has hashtag Jesus has Facebook. I'm not going
0: there. <laughs> um, I still love... Anyway, uh, Jeremy, you've been like a constant here at the church. Since I've been here, uh, you've always been around different hairstyles. Yeah. You've had more different hairstyles than anyone else here. And so, like... Had each... a shortcut, a fade,
1: a fro, a mini fro, twist, short twist, dreads, you know, just all.
0: Yeah. You literally just laid it all out right there. Oh, so
1: and I was bald once. I wasn't there for that. And no, no, you were there. Was I? I had a seen hairline. Back in seventh grade, I like I cut my own hair and I messed up, and like I I pushed Uh, my hairline back, and like it looked so bad. It's in my yearbook picture.
0: It's okay. I um, I was on the basketball
1: team, and like literally everybody looked at my forehead. It was bad.
0: (laughs) When I was in seventh or eighth grade, in front of my entire family, my uncle came up to me. I used to have beautiful blonde hair. Beautiful blonde hair. Yes, I did. Thank you. I'm getting to that. And my uncle came back one day in front of the whole family, just because he was a bully, I guess. He pushed my hair back like so, because no one can see this but you, because this is a podcast. And he was like, yep, you're going to be bald. And I was like, thanks, Uncle Greg. And then he was right. You're bald. I'm bald. And so. Uh, yeah, you
1: got little tiny pieces of hair at the okay. top. Okay. Thank you very
0: much. Uh, Jeremy, we were talking. You and know, I were just at Johnny Bruscos. Shout out Johnny Bruscos. Yeah, and uh, we Good were talking about him. the upcoming play, uh, to which you have not just a role but a starring role. All right, would you tell us a little bit about that? Uh,
1: Aladdin. Yes, very. Um, you know, we're Jasper, Alabama. We're doing a Middle Eastern play. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> and Jeremy Thomas. Trying to fit the role of Aladdin, you know, out there trying to do my thing. Um, You know, we got our music down a little bit, and we're working on our choreography, and we're blocking, which blocking is just basically going over the scenes and just practicing stuff. And I feel like it's going all right so far.
0: You know, Aladdin's one of my favorite Disney movies. I love the original Aladdin. Can I get there? I'm the host. All right, I'll I'll get there. Uh, It has one of the greatest Disney songs of all time. A whole new world. How well have you worked on a whole new world? Because it's central to the plot of the movie, and it is central to a good Aladdin performance.
1: Running it with my uh, my partner Jasmine, uh, we probably only done like three times a cappella.
0: You mm, need to work on that. What's when's the play? May the sixth, seventh, eighth. Oh, you got time. You have got time. You need to work on a whole new world every single day. Is there still time for me to be Jafar? No. Mac Moody has to be in that role. I can beat Mac Moody out as Jafar. Can you laugh like him? I'd Give me some time, and I absolutely could. You can All do
1: right. an evil laugh. You can go, ooh, ha
0: Well, that's not how Jafar laughs, so I guess I'm already right. off to a better start. <laughs> so, I, um, Mac, if you're listening, shout out to Mac Moody, but also call out Mac Moody. I can be a better Jafar. I believe that I could be a great Jafar.
1: What about the staff?
0: I, I will buy a real one.
1: You'll buy a real one? Yeah.
0: Mac, you going to do that? I think so. And so just go, Just here, this is what I want you to do. Go up to the director or the producer or the sponsor and say, Hey, I know someone that would be a great Jafar. And then, you know, we'll find a way to get me to be Jafar
1: i see what I can do, you know. I'm a liberal, uh, lead role, you know.
0: Yeah, lead role's a big deal.
1: We'll pull some strings in there, but not really. Are you excited about it? Yes, but very nervous at the same time. Oh, you'll be
0: great. As long as you nail a whole new world, you're fine. Okay. None of the, none of the else in the, in the play matters but that. Nothing
1: else except a whole new
0: world. No, just that. It's just a whole new world. A magic carpet ride. <gasps> oh. A whole new... I won't go there. But it's a great song. It deserves five-star acting performance. Or an Academy Award-style acting performance. Am I five-star quality? Oh, I'll, I'll judge it when I go to the play. Okay. And I will i will be going to this play. Any Disney production that Jasper does, I, I, I don't go to it to support you guys. I go to it to judge. Wow. What um, That's support. I'm there. But I believe in good acting and, and good what's that performance. Thing used to say? Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> All right, yeah, we we're cool. <laughs> um, and so, looking forward to that. I know that you'll you'll crush it, and that'll be an awesome performance. Uh, I brought up the Academy Awards. Did you know Will Smith walked up <laughs> and slapped Chris Rock?
1: Everybody hates wow. Chris.
0: Yeah. Um, I woke up to that news today, and I saw it last night. Did you? Yeah, I was yeah. like, I was just laughing the whole time. I, I, Chris Rock wasn't laughing. He was laughing actually, kind of. Will Smith wasn't laughing. Laugh
1: He was laughing at first, and then like, yeah, he wasn't laughing he got anymore. Mad. It was.
0: Uh, anyway, that was something. Anyway, so uh, another thing that you're really involved with that you love is show choir, and so I've I've gotten to watch you guys perform. Y'all are phenomenal. Uh, the Phoenix, Phoenix on three, right? And what y'all say? Yeah. Tag. Tell awesome. us about show choir.
1: Uh, show choir. Well, at first, when I uh, tried out for it and everything, I didn't really know what it was. And I didn't know what I was doing. All I knew was I was dancing and singing. And I thought it wasn't going to be that hard. But then I made the group. And then I, like, started learning dances in ninth grade. And I was like, this is going to take some time. And originally, like, you know, I used to be in the back row, kind of, but not really. But, like, middle. You know, because I was just getting used to it. I was really getting used to it. And... Um you know, time goes on and as soon as time goes on, you know, you start getting better and everything and you start developing and now I'm on the front row and I'm happy and I love show choir. I love singing and dancing and it puts me in a happy place and the others like everybody around me and they affect me as much as I like affect them. So, good vibes. Yeah, very good vibes.
0: It seems like everyone that's involved with show choir just y'all seem to really love it. I mean it, it comes through in the performances and it just seems like y'all truly love to perform and to sing
1: yeah I feel like um I feel like a, a hip-hop artist like anytime oh, I just get on the stage and I'm just like yeah I'm just getting jiggy I just getting... I, feel I just feel it you know
0: all right will Smith um, <laughs> no I, I I've the dancing is. Looks like I put a lot into it, but a lot of great voices and costumes. Yes, crack a What? crack a How many more of these references are we going to just throw out there? <laughs> um, but no, I, I think that Show Choir, y'all definitely put a lot of work into it. Uh, I know because I, I hear about it and see and, and know that y'all spend a lot of time in it, but y'all are very good, very talented, and have put on some great performances. And you were telling me your brother... Who's in the eighth grade, gonna be in ninth grade next year? It's already thinking about jumping in as well, right?
1: Yeah. He, I don't know. He just like saw me doing it. I was like, he thought it was kind of cool. Kind of like I did when I was in eighth grade. I just watched him do it and I was like, that's kind of cool. That'll be
0: me. That'll be me one day. And so, (laughs) and now you'll be on the front row probably going forward, right? Unless someone else just comes by and steals a spotlight.
1: I'm gonna still train you still training. So it's
0: the <laughs> off-season now. He's got to train. Off-season. Got to work the mind. J. Cole out here. Work the vocal cords. And so what what are some of the favorite musical numbers y'all have done or favorite songs y'all, y'all have covered?
1: Oh, my favorite ones. Okay.
0: Or a favorite one.
1: Okay, if I had to say my favorite ones, it was probably like our opener from this year. It was very... It was very hype, like like you know it starts off soft and low and like but not really soft, like it's tense kinda like giving you like an impact and then just going into it and just fighting fire and you know, just going off. And then I'd say <laughs> uh I'm sweating now, I know it. Yeah. <laughs> the parody.
0: Yeah, that was something right there.
1: Yeah, I like I
0: liked our dance. What did you think about it? I liked last year's Vikings <laughs> theme thing where uh, there was a song where it was something about being a Viking, and just because it is it's Jasper High School Harrison's and things. Scene, yeah. And it's from
1: Veggie Tales. Is it? Yeah, you're a liar. No, you can look it up. It's on. It's there. from VeggieTales. Yes.
0: Oh, didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't really watch VeggieTales, so I watched them I here I am a up. youth pastor, and <laughs> know very little about VeggieTales. But
1: uh, VeggieTales. Someone said I look like a broccoli from VeggieTales. like the celery, and I was just like, "Okay,
0: is that a compliment or?" I, I think it was a diss.
1: <laughs> it was most definitely a diss.
0: Well, so much talent up there on that stage, and y'all really, you know, we have we have a bunch of choir people, quite a few choir people that. Go to our church or in our student ministry. And so it's always cool to get to go watch all and, and see you perform and just the love of music, right? Yeah. Because you love music. I do. Okay.
1: I love worship too.
0: Oh, you hit the segue before I could hit it. <laughs> okay. You knew where I was going with that. Uh, well, tell me since you brought it up, someone that loves show choir and loves to perform and a whole new world and all these things, what is it about worship? You know, I mean, we, when you come into the spiritual element or the Christian element and the church element, we have music and there's some pretty awesome worship songs. And, uh, but, but really, I guess I should first ask you, what is worship?
1: Well, worship is like, as a part where you're like in the moment with God and like, no one can stop you from being in that moment with him. It's just you and him and anybody else who wants to join in or come in can join because, God is willing to let everybody just spread his love to all.
0: You had a great point, too, a minute ago where you said that, you know, worship is just also just praise, literally praising the Lord. And um, worship is a key element to church because we come together as a church. You, like you were saying, like you have that moment with you and God, And no one can really take that away from you. And then others can be a part of that as well. There's something so powerful about coming together with other people and praising and worshiping the Lord. Would you agree with that? Yes, very much. So we got done with D-NOW a a few weeks ago now. feels like forever ago at this point. (sighs) There's something special about D-NOW worship, right? Yeah. And so you've been to every D-NOW since I've been here.
1: Even the one before,
0: and and thank you for pointing that out. And the ones before me, uh, just because there's so many people worshiping. Tell me, what is it about like getting together with people your age and worshiping the Lord?
1: Well, I feel like worshiping with your age group is like just a little different than like any other age group because like those people in your age group like understand how you feel a little bit because like they're your age they know what you're going through and they might be going through the same thing like probably just like some in their life is just going wrong or they're just struggling or you know some may be happening in their life they might they may be happy but still like anything could just happen and they know it people how we feel cuz we all kind of act the same around the age yeah. and i feel like Older generations or younger ones are just like kind of confused on how teenagers feel sometimes and how they want to feel and how they want to be treated by others around them.
0: So, what would you, if you had to elaborate on that, you compare like a denial worship night or, or a Wednesday night or going to a, a worship event, extreme winter when we go there? I mean I mean like places moving, right? When yeah. you're doing worship, not just the the popular musician musicians that have acts, but like they do worship there as well. And so you get a ton of people together to worship. You just it feels different. Why do you think it feels different than like a Sunday morning at our church?
1: Well, I mean it determines like how your church kind of takes it in, kind of like in worship like they could either, you know, like at extreme winner. everybody's just pumped up, ready and just ready to hear the word and praise God, and like in other places are like calm, you know. Just it's like cool something down. you just do. Yeah, it's just something you just do over and over again, or in other places you just praise the Lord, you know.
0: What can What can we do? Because it's the same God. It's the same God from Winter Extreme to D-NOW to this upcoming Sunday morning or yet yesterday morning. So what what is it that could be, that we could improve on as a church, or not just our church, but other churches, for worship to feel, I guess, real? Kind of what you're talking about, is worship to really feel. Or what does that really, what needs to happen? Well... Like, in your opinion, just your opinion.
1: Yeah. Okay, in my opinion, like, it don't matter how, like, it don't matter how you worship. It matters how you take it in and how you're expressing yourself with the Lord. You can express yourself with the Lord in many ways. Like, sometimes, some people express word body movement. Some just think about it in their head and mind, and others just, they they just go to others to ask about Jesus. And, again, it doesn't matter, like, how they do it. It matters how you take it.
0: But yeah. also matters, you would say, worship. I always try to remind people, it's like, worship is not about us. You know, worship is our eyes on, on God. It is a reminder of who God is to us and a literal praise and worship towards him because he's worthy of it. And I agree with you that each person is going to be different in how they experience worship. Yeah. And it, that is between them and the Lord. Um, it is weird how it it seems like it's different from church to church too. And so that, that's just me. I, and you, you mentioned the age gap and how different generations, um, how they experience worship or how they do worship. And so I, I think when you, you leave a D now or you leave an extreme winter or camp from the summer, you leave loved you, camp, love camp, shout out camp, Sign ups for that starting on Wednesday. Um, you leave that. And like you said, it feels so real or it feels so different. People are experiencing it. People are, are, that's between them and the Lord. I think there's something special about that. And then something that feels like sometimes it's missing back home. Like we don't really have to get into that now because we didn't really talk about that ahead of time. But, uh, but you're saying like there's something special about worshiping with people your own age. Yeah. There's something else you brought up at Johnny Bruce goes. Shout out, Johnny Bruce Ghost. Um, you got a
1: stain on your shirt. Thank you. I think that came from Johnny Bruce goes. It did. Thank shout you. Shout out, Johnny Bruce for getting a stain on just uh, we're not going to shout on that. Jay
0: Wood's shirt. We're not going to shout that part out. Yeah. Um, JFBC students.
1: Yes. Uh, get your I, merch.
0: I will have church merch. Shout out, church merch. I will 100% have to now wash this and really Clorox that. So... Um, Thank you for pointing that out, because you know no one would have known that because we're doing a podcast. It's my pleasure. We should talk about Chick Fil A. Really, <laughs> we should talk about Jeremy works Chick Fil A, and so and I'm gonna go talk to his manager about how observant he is. Uh, you were talking about yeah, you know, there's a lot going on in the world, a lot going on in your own life, and you said one of the things that gets you through is Jeremiah 29:11, and then I laughed at you. When, it's a great thing that a pastor should do, right? Yeah. And so, much. um I laughed because I'm just mean apparently, but Jeremiah twenty nine eleven is one of the most ta- like taken out of context verses in all scripture. But you gave a baller answer when I asked you why do you why do you like Jeremiah twenty nine eleven? Well um you know, God has a
1: plan for everybody and He wants you to live out through that plan, but at the same time, he also says that, you know, he doesn't want to harm you, but sometimes you may get harmed and, like, hurt. Even though, like, you get hurt and harmed, he doesn't want to... He might have to put you through that just so you can experience and get to where you need to be with the Lord. And he also says, like, he promises, well, like, that... What, he has like room. a he has like a you know, he he'll give you hope and let you go on with your future. And for that, like hope is like a strong feeling of like
0: just something to hold on to.
1: Something to hold on to and
0: others to give to you. So you were talking about Aladdin and things to memorize and all these things going on. And personal things going on. And you brought up that verse. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven for those listening and just like can't recall it off the top of their head. Or have no idea what we're talking about. It's, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. And so that verse is everywhere. A lot of times you see that verse and it comes from the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah was a prophet, and so he's really talking to Israelites. And we, of course, because we want to read Scripture and we want Scripture to speak to us, we read ourselves into Scripture. And while that verse is not really talking about us, there's a lot we can take from that verse, and I think you laid that out really well, is that, especially when he says, God knows the plans, God knows what's going to happen. Doesn't mean everything's going to be great. See, a lot of people like to use that verse and say, "Oh, everything's great. God knows the plans, and He's not going to harm me." Well, that doesn't mean bad things aren't coming in your life. It it means that God knows your the plans, and He has no plans to harm and to uh, He plans to give you hope in a future, but pain can still come from that. Like you, you still have things that are going to happen. And as you put it, and I like it, God gives you that hope and pulls you through it on the other end. I think a lot of people just think it's going to be like rainbows and sunshine and no hardships, but that's just not what that is.
1: I have one thing to say, like, go for it. Just because you get baptized or you think that you're a Christian doesn't mean like life's going to get easy, like any easier at all, or like be happy. Like you, it'll make you happier. It'll make you a better person, or you would try to be a better person, but it'll be a hard road to go through and there'll be struggles on the way and you may do some things or just mess up somehow or some way and God will get you through those times and he'll help you try and try to guide you through light. man,
0: camp. 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 Shout out camp. You need to sign up. You need to go. We're going to Orange Beach this year. <laughs> I think that you, you had a great point. Just because you're baptized, just because you're saved, because you're a Christian, doesn't mean bad things are going to happen. In fact, Jesus said, "Hey, don't be don't be shocked when the world hates you because it hated me first. Following Jesus costs something. Hey, it costs us our life. Because uh, Christ said, "If anyone wants to follow me, they got to deny themselves, pick up their cross, and follow me." You know. If anyone wants to follow Jesus, you've got to lose something. And so the world's going to hate you. When Christianity's popular, it's probably not Christianity. It's probably some kind of like feel good type thing. And so, but Jesus said, take heart because I overcame the world. Jesus beat death, beat sin. And because of that, we can have that hope you're talking about. That is what this verse is talking about. We as Christians have that hope. We have that future. And so you bringing that up, I thought that was really good. I thought, you know, like I said, the reason I laughed was to give you a hard time, but also because people just look at that and think everything's going to be roses. God's got this. He does. He ha- he's got this. You may not like what he has, but in store for you possibly, but God's got this regardless of what you go through. And you, 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 would say that you feel that right now, right? Yes. God's helping you memorize those Latin lines.
1: Yes, I'm trying.
0: And God will obviously be there through much deeper hardships than yes. a lad. So, well, man, thank you for jumping in and joining us on the podcast. And
1: again, my pleasure.
0: Jeremy works Chick Fil A. You want free uh, chicken sandwiches? No.
1: No, I was about to say, dude, I will not give you a free chicken sandwich unless, like, I don't know. I just see you, and I just feel like it.
0: Yeah. We're going to send this to your manager, and so let them hear that you're giving out free chicken sandwiches on the rig. Um, Well, real boy Jeremy, this has been a real talk. (laughs) Knee slap. Uh, I'm going to let you sign us off. So, sir. Well... It's been a great time here uh, with
1: Jay Wood, Justin Wood, Pastor Wood, Brother Wood, uh, you know, from Tuscaloosa, Alabama's Baptist Church. You know, shout out to them. Tuscaloosa
0: Baptist Church.
1: (laughs) First Baptist. Shout out to them. And uh, this is uh, Jeremy Thomas. Sign out.